We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. I guess I do need to start off with a uh, with a mea culpa because over the last few pods I've made it clear that I thought the pick was going to be Mac Jones and that was based on what I was hearing and it's a it's an interesting dynamic because I think people who have listened to the pod would know that I didn't really believe all of the Mac Jones stuff until last week and so. You know, when you – I want to be delicate because you do not want to burn your sources, but when you have sources and you talk to people and they tell you things and you trust those people, you tend to believe them, especially uh, in situations where, you know, what you're hearing is – in congruence with, with what you're seeing and what's being reported elsewhere. Like when Michael Silver says, um, you know, he basically reported on Friday that it's heavily everybody in the building or whatever he's hearing from somebody that it's more than likely going to be Mac Jones. And that matches up with what I hear. And then you hear other people say, it, and it's like, all right, there might actually be something to this. So I never came out and reported it. Um, because to report something like that, you needed a lot more solid. But I just had a feeling, I had my finger up in the wind, and uh, my feeling was it was going to be Mac Jones. And I feel pretty comfortable saying that I'm not the only one who was uh, who was given that message. And so I think the 49ers played a smokescreen. I know um, they put a smokescreen together. I know... You know, I'm not the only one. And and then to hear Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch say they didn't tell anybody, you know, they didn't tell Jed York until Wednesday of this week. Um, you know, it's a uh, – it's just how it goes. And sometimes you're wrong, and I'm happy to admit that I'm wrong, and I think the 49ers made the right pick. Uh, 
because as you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, I think Trey Lance is the best pick for them at three, just given the upside um, and everything like that. So hopefully Kyle come on, will come on here so I don't have to uh, keep rambling on and we can have a discussion. But I think overall, oh, there he is. Yeah, the problem is is um, I'm trying to get this up on my computer so I don't sound like shit. Yeah, and it's not working out. I'm having the same issue, which I oh, just remember. Cool. So you're locker room just done. You're, you're I, coming. You're coming through on my phone speaker, not my headphones. So I probably sound bad too. Uh, okay. This is a great idea. I'm glad we did this. <laughs> so if if you're listening at home, what happens is is there's an apparatus on our laptops that allows us to record through our podcasting equipment. Um, but that is not working for either of us right now. Party on, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to do it. We'll do it uh, live. We'll do it live. I'll hold my phone up to my face. That's what I'm doing. It's like we're talking on the phone. Uh, Sam Esfendiari says they went through the same thing. Um, cool. I told so the locker room I... guy we weren't going to lock her in tonight. I totally forgot about that till now. <laughs> Kyle, what, what, are your, uh, what are your initial thoughts on the um, – on the pick. I think it's the right one. It's, I think, the best fit. And the 49ers are the best situation for a player like Lance who may need, I don't know if he needs a season or six or eight weeks or three weeks, however many weeks, to to kind of get his NFL legs underneath him. But I have no doubt that a player with his level of talent and the football IQ that he is said to have will figure it out relatively quickly. The thing that jumps out to me, right, was 2017. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch's first draft. And they pass on Deshaun Watson. They pass on Patrick Mahomes. And again, I don't want to relitigate the 2017 draft, but the theory was that They were going to go with Brian Hoyer and then C.J. Beathard in 2017, and they were going to sign Kirk Cousins in in 2018 and move forward and put themselves in a position where they had this traditional kind of drop-back-and-pass passer. And they were going to need, and we saw it really throughout the last four seasons, everything needs to be perfect around a quarterback like that if you're going to hang with the Green Bays and the Kansas Cities and even the Seattles and Arizonas and and Los Angeles Rams. Everything needs to be perfect if you're going to have a traditional drop back and pass passer who isn't Tom Brady. And frankly, nobody's going to be Tom Brady. (laughs) So they took the swing in this draft. And again, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe Trey Lance isn't good, but that's not the point. The point is that they identified that they needed to level their offense up and Trey Lance is a player who on paper as a draft prospect uh, checks all the boxes to take them to the level that Jimmy Garoppolo or Mac Jones or Kirk Cousins or Brian Hoyer or CJ Beathard was never going to take them and that is a good sign to me because as we talked about when we thought it was going to be Mac Jones it looked like they weren't adapting. They weren't growing beyond where the NFL was, you know, maybe as recently as 10 or 12 years ago. And the, the, the Lance pick to me signals that 
they are moving into the modern NFL because, as you laid out a bunch of times, this is the direction the NFL is going. You need a quarterback who's going to bail you out. And I just, as a as a football fan, am really excited to see what the ceiling is for Lance in this offense because I do think he is such a good fit. Yeah, and it, and it's crazy to think about what the conversation was like just earlier this week in terms of the process, right? Because, and I, the, you know, tonight bared it out. Mac Jones lasted all the way to fifteen. Like to trade up is just insane. Like, so trading up for a talent like Mac Jones is just a bad process. And it seemed like if they were going that direction, it was just sort of asinine to give up one of the biggest trade packages that's ever been given up to take a guy at three that you probably could have gotten, you know, at six or seven, which we thought. But it turns out all the all the smoke that, you know, Mac Jones was more highly regarded in the NFL circles than in the media turned out to be bullshit, and the 49ers could have had him at 12. So trading up for a guy that has an elite skill set and who's elite athletically, like I don't think people understand how good of an athlete Trey Lance is. Like, he's not Lamar Jackson, and he's probably a touch less athletic than, than Justin Fields. But I think Trey Lance is going to be one of the most athletic quarterbacks in the league once he starts playing. And I don't know that Kyle Shanahan is necessarily going to make him a focal point of the running game like Lamar Jackson is in, in Baltimore. But, you know, we've said it a few different times. They're going to be, you know, third and short or, you know, goal-to-go situations where you can weaponize Trey Lance's running ability. And he's a really physical runner. I think he's a really natural runner to say, to borrow like the corny football cliche that people say, but like the guy is a football player. Like he's not a quarterback running around. He like looks like a guy that is meant to run with the football. Um, on top of everything he does as a passer, his ability to move, his ability to throw on the run. Um, you know, and people talk about his accuracy, and I, and I get that that's going to be an issue, and it's going to be something he's going to work on for sure. But, I mean, as a 19-year-old, the guy completed 67% of his passes and didn't throw an interception in a pro-style offense while being under center, calling out the protections, um, just doing a pretty advanced stuff just from a schematic and, you know, uh, X's and O's standpoint. Um so I, I think it all it, it all makes a lot of sense. Now I, I'm really curious to see how quickly Trey Lance can play because you know everything you hear, and if you listen to JT O'Sullivan on the podcast that we dropped today, he said he thinks based on what he watched on on tape with Lance that that Lance could probably play right away. And so what Kyle Shanahan said regarding Jimmy Garoppolo was that you know it seemed on Monday. With, with that weird press conference that we had, which did not, I, and I'll push, oh, this is a different conversation, but I'll push back on the fact that like Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were smoke screening on Monday. Like those dudes were just not comfortable and it was very awkward well, and they were weirdly defensive <laughs> and combative. And so I just, it is Oscar season. It, it is, but it having was? covered Kyle Shanahan, like, I've said this, like, I would love to play poker with him because I don't think he has a good poker face. And he was clearly uncomfortable on, on Monday. But anyway, on Monday he said that comment about not being sure if anybody's going to be alive on Sunday and he wouldn't guarantee Jimmy Garoppolo being on the team. You hear that and it's like, okay, well, Jimmy Garoppolo's gone because they're taking Mac Jones. Well, now 
you know, Kyle Shanahan basically apologized for saying that. And he said he called Jimmy Garoppolo and he said, you know, he wouldn't, he, he's not ruling out the idea of, of trading Jimmy Garoppolo, but he said he wants to see Trey Lance on a practice field before he makes any decision about Garoppolo. So basically what that means is, you know, we don't know if they're going to be OTAs um, that Trey Lance is going to be able to attend uh, next month and in June before training camp. But to me, it makes all the sense in the world just to keep Garoppolo, uh, see what you have with Lance, and then if if you're comfortable comfortable enough giving Lance an opportunity to win the starting job in training camp, then you have a healthy quarterback competition between a veteran and a really high-level rookie. And I think that's a pretty advantageous spot to be. Um, yeah. And so everything we said about the process being bad with Mac Jones, just given that it's a different guy, it's Trey Lance, it's a much more talented player, albeit someone who's less quote unquote, you know, pro ready. Um, and we don't even maybe. know if that's true. Yeah, maybe. But like, I think it's, I think it's the right pick for the 49ers. And I think given that they have a quarterback that if he's healthy in Garoppolo, that they can, that they can field and, and be okay with. I just think it's a really good scenario uh, for the 49ers to be in. So overall, just my, my take on the pick is that it's it's the right one, and it's uh, and it has it has really there's a lot of potential there for them for them to to hit a home run here and set themselves up for you know contending for Super Bowls for as long as Trey Lance is starting. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Shanahan said on SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt tonight, it would be disappointing to not have Jimmy for this year. And then went on to talk about all the good things Jimmy Garoppolo does when he's healthy. And I think the when he's healthy caveat is pretty important because I think it's why it's a big reason why this move was made. The other thing about the the whole I can't guarantee anyone in the world is going to be alive on Sunday comment. I need a 30 for 30 just on that. <laughs> like we that's can, just, I don't we care can, about the circumstance. That's just an incredible thing to say. Like, what a you know when you panic in a situation, and so you just lie outrageously to make the thing that you maybe did look not as bad. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Like, if you broke the cookie jar and your mom's like, Hey, you, why did you break the cookie jar? You say like, I didn't, by the way, uh, 
I stole a car earlier. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't come up with a good example. But that's, could, just sort of could, what, that's what that felt like to me. When, yeah. We, we could hit up our guy, Eric Branch, because he asked him the question and do the 30 for 30. And Shanahan even said it in the press conference today. He was like, yeah, like he likes messing with Branch. And uh, it's great. so he was, he was trying to mess with Branch, but it was just such a weird, like it's, it's, I don't know. It just seemed like Shanahan was in a weird mood and he was asked a question at the wrong time and he was joking, but also like tired of answering stuff like that. And it just came out poorly. And he said, yeah, he apologized to Jimmy and called him immediately after. So, but it does, <laughs> it does deserve some extra attention. <laughs> but to his, to his point or to his, to his, I mean, in fairness to Shanahan, he can't guarantee that. <laughs> right. But, yeah, no. Well, the, um, the other thing... really, Don't. like, morbidly funny thing that happened in an otherwise really awkward presser. And and what no, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm very, very curious because, so what Shanahan basically intimated, he what he said on Monday, another thing he said was, you know, a lot of stuff can happen between now and Thursday. And that's just sort of a generic statement that coaches say. Um, but it turns out a lot of stuff did happen yesterday uh, with Aaron Rodgers making it clear to the Packers that he didn't want to come back and John Lynch picking up the phone and calling Brian Gutekunst and asking him about Aaron Rodgers and then it being reported before the draft today <laughs> that the 49ers were calling about Aaron Rodgers. And that, that report from, from Tom Pelissero came out before Adam Schefter's report saying that Chef saying that uh, Rodgers had asked the pack or told the Packers he wasn't interested in coming back. Like the the confluence of events leading up to the draft today was wild. Just like being on Twitter, seeing all these different things happen, seeing Jed York go on this crazy Twitter spree. (laughs) It was it was so weird. On top of the Aaron Rodgers stuff, it was like you and I were talking with Nick. We're like, all right. If the Niners trade for Aaron Rodgers, like, does it happen before they pick third? Do do, do the Niners essentially draft the guy the Packers want, and mm-hmm. then is a trade coming? And like, I guess we, you know, I don't. It doesn't sound like there was any traction there. It doesn't sound like the Packers have right. any interest in trading Aaron Rodgers to the Niners. And I think the Niners had planned on drafting Trey Lance this entire time. So, um, but that was just a bananas development to have happen and be like, all right, so now we potentially have to brace for Aaron Rodgers coming to the Niners on top of like all the other craziness happening before this draft. It was wild. I was on tilt today because I just had no idea what to expect. Do you think Jed York was, he was, he was hammered, right? (laughs) I mean, I saw the video of him talking with Trey Lance. I, I think he was just trolling in a very odd way. Okay, so here's the deal. So he was definitely doing that because he knew that he wasn't going to have a pissed-off fan base, right? Yeah. Like, there's no chance he does all that stuff today if they were picking Mac Jones. Yeah, I agree. And that was definitely captained uh, the fan base. That was the first thing I thought, and I actually tweeted that. I was like, you know, like, Jed is not – like that would just be an all-time terrible decision. Oh, to start worse trolling than, the fan base. Worse than the Thanksgiving tweet. Oh, a million times worse. 
a million times worse because that's like that's like a mistake, right? Like right, you, that's, right, that's right. just like you, you keep drama in house. Like that's just right. a, a PR mistake. Right. But like trolling the fan base and then picking the guy that you know the fans absolutely do not want would just be bananas. And he didn't do that. So it was weird. Uh, Can I tell you when I thought it was Lance? Sure. Because I had pre-written Mac Jones stuff only. Right. And uh, not a lot, but enough. Um, And I wasn't going to pre-write anything else. But this morning, um, I did a Justin Fields one too, but because I had started it a while ago and I just finished it. But um, on my way to work today, I see that Todd McShay comes off Mac Jones to mock Trey Lance to the Niners, which, I mean, maybe he did, so him and Kuiper had different picks at three. But I don't think he would just do that willy-nilly. And then shortly after that, Adam Schefter reports that chances are remote that the 49ers trade Jimmy Garoppolo. And those two things were the big alarm bells that went off in my head that said, you know, maybe it is. Maybe maybe Lance is the pick. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not Jones. Yeah, and there was also the element of the betting odds swinging drastically, right? Like there was a point, I, I want to oh, yeah. say it was like 11 or, or 12, um, that the betting odds all of a sudden shifted to Lance, and that might have been a product of Mike Silver tweeting that he's hearing a lot of Lance buzz. Um, so, yeah, I th- it's – it it was just a wild a wild morning and it was like do i write this like do i do i blog about Aaron Rodgers and what like or do i just hold on it do i just sit on it and like <laughs> write about it in later and and you know i mentioned it as as like a note in in the big write up that's coming out um friday morning for the sack b but it was just unprecedented like i couldn't even wrap my mind around the idea that like this draft that we've been talking about for so long and that was so important and so like controversial was going to result in the 49ers trading for Aaron Rodgers just completely out of the blue like that like sure. it was mind blowing to me and so it didn't end up happening but um but yeah it was a it was a crazy day and i think people i think people are going to like Trey Lance based on the um the you know, 10-minute Zoom call we had with him and everything else I've heard about him from a from a personality standpoint. I really do p- think people are going to like him, um, and I think he's got potential to be a star here. It was really interesting. Um, I believe the I believe his name's first name's Jeff Jeff Kolpak. He's a North Dakota State beat writer. He was on 95.7 The Game, the show I produce. I don't talk about my other job that much, but I do produce a radio show in San Francisco uh, for 95.7 The Game. And we had Jeff Kolpak on. He's an NDSU beat writer. And he talked about Trey Lance and how much bigger of a locker room presence he was than Carson Wentz. Oh, And how people just gravitate toward him in a way they didn't with Wentz. Not to say that Wentz is like a bad dude. But that Lance was just on because Lance is like a number two pick. He was a stud and and well thought of, but Lance was just on this like different plane than than Wentz in that regard. Uh, and I thought I thought that was really really in 
interesting to go along with everything everybody says about, you know, his character and all that. And then, like you said, in, in his Zoom call today, it was saying all the right things, but not the cookie cutter answers. Yeah. I think. Is, yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He has a presence about him and he says things that you, that you feel like are genuine. Right. Um, and I did see a little bit of Mac Jones presser and, uh, it seems like he's going to fit perfectly in, uh, in Bill Belichick's organization. Put it that way. <laughs> just, uh, just an unseasoned potato of a human. <laughs> just, uh, just a guy. <laughs> He, oh, said he, was, he said he was uh, secretly wanted to go to the Patriots the whole time, didn't want to go to the 49ers. And it's like, sure. well, cool, man. You went 12 picks later. Congrats. Where'd I'd have to look, but I think – Michael? Yeah, I'd have to look. I think, like, he lost – I mean, if the, the difference in going in three and going 15, I think, is like 10 or $12 million. So I don't really believe him when he says that. Like, Mac Jones is a patriot. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been oh, known. <laughs> um, that, I really enjoyed your tweet when when you tweeted that. So, um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, we've talked so much about this. I don't have a whole lot more to say about it. I'm kind of burnt out. We just wanted to hop on here and make this sort of a quick one. Um, so we will we will dive into the drafts a little bit more. Do you have any day two draft takes you want to fire off before we jump out of here? Elijah Molden from Washington. That's Nick Wagner from ESPN turned me on to that guy, and I watched him, and I was immediately all about him. I jumped on, on board the Elijah Molden uh, train. I just think he really has a tenacity to his game that would fit really nice in the Niner secondary. Do you think he can play outside corner, or is he limited? I don't think so. Not limited, but do you think he's a middle-of-the-field guy? I think he's a middle-of-the-field guy. And I think okay. putting him outside is kind of uh, not allowing him to fully utilize his skill set. Yeah, I do wonder how they'll approach that, right? Because, you know, they don't necessarily need a middle-of-the-field guy, given they have Jimmy Ward and, you know, Joukowsky Tart and Tavares Moore and Kwan Williams, but it would make a lot of sense to get a guy that you could play safety next to Jimmy Ward. Like if, you know, I, I think, I don't know this for a fact, but I have a feeling that the Niners might be more interchangeable with their safeties than they've been. So if it is somebody like Moore or sorry, Molden, um, I could see, I could see him maybe sliding into Jaquaski Tart's strong safety role. And then maybe it allows them to get creative with, you know, three safeties on third down, which they've done a lot of. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a very interesting pick. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't grinded much tape on day two and day three, guys. Um, grind, so, ground much tape? Grinded? Grinded? Ground? Ground? I've, I haven't I done haven't ground the tape. I, I haven't done grinded. I haven't done either. So, <laughs> um, but no, I, I think, I mean, they're going to, they're going to add to the secondary in this draft. Obviously they're going to add to the receiving core. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they took a running back at some point, maybe a linebacker, maybe a tight ends. Um, I don't know. They've eight more picks, but the big deal out coming out of this draft is they got a quarterback and they got one that is not like Kirk cousins is not like Matt Ryan and is definitely not Mac Jones, thankfully. Because um, <laughs> I just, 
I mean, I've written about it a lot, and you know, it's like you just. I don't know I, if anyone I don't heard to... the last two pods. We weren't super thrilled at the Mac Jones idea. Well, I I just didn't want <laughs> to. I don't know if that like, came across. You know, it's tough, man. Like, I don't want to have to fight with Kyle Shanahan on Zoom in front of like everybody who watches those pressers. Like, I'm obviously not going to win that conversation, but right. I'm. It's it's still just a problematic process if you trade three first. For Mac hey, Jones, hey, 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 which, hey, hey, know, hey, 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 we don't need stop. to do it. We never need to talk about it again. <laughs> we don't. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so now we get, now we get the, the Trey Lance thing. I like the, I like the Trey area. Who, that's great. It, the yeah. marketing material. That's I think great. that's yeah. good. I think I saw, I think a bunch of people did it, but I think I saw Keanu Martin from the Niners for tweet at first. And I thought that was great. So. Yeah. Uh, who do who do you like? Real quick, we gotta get going here. It's late, but what? Uh, who who do you like on day two? I don't know. A corner or a receiver? Out of bed. <laughs> Round two and three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burnt out. Um, yeah. I'm just I'm just ready to write about the guys that get. I don't have only six more rounds. <laughs> yeah, only six more rounds. I don't have any takes. I'm not gonna. Like... I'm, here's here's a here's a day two and three take. Since we probably won't pot again until Monday. Um. Oh, is that true? I, oh. I don't know. Producing live. <laughs> Here we go. Anyways, <laughs> I think that we see the 49ers trade up a couple times where they walk away with maybe like five or six guys from this class rather than the nine picks they have. And trade in the next um, next year's draft? Y- yeah, maybe. Like, okay, maybe, I, maybe, maybe even trade maybe trade back a couple times to try and get a couple picks next year, but I also foresee them trading up and maybe targeting a few guys. Like, they have three fifth-round picks. They can use a couple of those to move up in, in you know, the third or fourth round. Um, I do have a guy who I did do a tiny bit of work on, um, Asante Samuel Jr., somebody nah. I like a lot. Yeah. So you're probably you're probably Asante not Asante Samuel's getting, son. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, you're probably not getting Molden and Samuel, so it's going to be one of the two. Right. Um, so, yeah, those the, uh, Asante Samuel is somebody that uh, that I think could be good. Right on. All right. We'll uh, pot again th- soon, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, we will pot again soon. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, for this short one. Um, subscribe, rate, and review to Candlestick Chronicles wherever you get your podcasts. We will figure out the situation with the sound quality and locker room, hopefully. And um, we will talk to you guys later on. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.